This episode is brought to you by Blue Blocks, who are the original science-backed brand providing fashionable Australian-made blue light management and red light therapy products as seen in Vogue, GQ and L. Jess, I have a quick science lesson for you. So the sun is the most natural source of blue light and rather cleverly, our brains use the light from the sun to regulate our body clocks. When the sun starts to set, this signals to our brains to start producing melatonin, which prepares us for sleep. However, with more and more artificial blue light products in our everyday lives, this quite understandably confuses the F out of our brains. Enter Blue Blocks. They have a range of products which filter down harmful artificial blue light, which come from sources like our phones, laptops, tablets, TVs, and even LED light bulbs. In fact, Harvard University found that too much exposure to blue light not only disrupts our sleep, but can increase our risk of multiple health issues. Our favourite product of Blue Blocks is the Lumi Clip Sleep Plus, which is the most perfect reading light, particularly before bread. Its red light is not only easy on the eye, but can be proven to stimulate melatonin production, which improves sleep. Hurrah! It perfectly clips to your book, it's rechargeable, and the light is easy to manoeuvre. It's been a real game changer. It's a perfect size and super lightweight, which means you can have it on you wherever you go, whether you're travelling, using to read before bed, or even just need to get up in the middle of the night and don't want to turn on an overhead light. Their website is great and breaks down all the science behind their products. So head to blueblocks.com and use code bookrecos 15 for 15% off all their products. That's B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com and use code bookrecos 15 for 15% off. Thank you, Blue Blocks. Welcome to Book Recos Between the Pages. I'm Jess. And I'm Lauren. And we're the pals behind Book Recos. This is the podcast where we chat all things books and just about everything in between. And April 2022 has come to a close and it's been a busy and exciting month for Book Recos with two in-person real-life book events. It's also been filled with lots of amazing new releases and exciting reads. So today we are discussing just some of what we've read. Lauren, Mm. can you believe that this is like our birthday eve? Next week, the podcast turns one years old. Fake news, Jessica. (laughs) It's true. Fake news. (laughs) We started the podcast on 1st May 2021, which was also the anniversary of us creating our Instagram account. So when when our Instagram account turned one, we chucked in a podcast. I kind of love that we only have to remember one date. But I always say I would like to get married on the date of my anniversary. So again, it's just that one date. It's all nice and neat in one bow. It's no Ties surprise it that this is what we've done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because 1st of May 2020, we launched at Book Recos. Mm-hmm. Then 1st of May 2021, we launched the podcast. What are we going to do in 2022, Laura? <laughs> <laughs> Um, Jess and I are actually working on yeah, there the is gonna be <laughs> evolution of Book Recos at the moment. Um, we've got really we've got a few really exciting projects we're working on right now, aren't we? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So stay tuned. Say no more. I mean, literally just wait a week and you will find out <laughs> some of it. Yeah, you'll find out some of it. Um, anyway, enough of this teasing. Lauren and I have been to two book events this 
this last like two weeks, one a week, one a week at the moment. Yeah. And it's been bloody brilliant. It has, hasn't it? Yeah. So we went to Inc. at 84 Books in Finsbury Park. It's about a 10 minute walk from Finsbury Park Station. Um, And it's just such a lovely bookshop, isn't it? Oh, I love Um, it. They've got one of those ladders that slide across the bookshelves, which... I mean, every book lover's dream. Yeah. Um, So we'll actually add a link to their Instagram and website in the show notes because they're one, an independent bookshop, but they've also got a few really exciting events coming up in the next, over the next couple of months, really. Um, And they invited us to an event this week um, with two great authors. Yes. It was really fun. Yes. And it was hosted by Lucy Vine, mm. who, I mean, we'll get onto it, but we met her the week before at other book events. We were like, oh my God, hi, I promise we're not stalking you. But Lucy Vine, if you don't know, is the author of Bad Choices, which is a book that we just bloody loved. It's a book about two friends who have the same birthday and you meet them each year on their birthdays. And it's very nostalgic. And we have a whole podcast episode um, dedicated to it, which is funnily enough called Bad Choices. So if you haven't <laughs> listened to it, go and have a listen because it is a marvelous book. Yeah, definitely. And the 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 event this week um, was so there was Sunny by Sook Odgler and Welcome to Your Life by Bethany Rutter. So good. And we've actually got Bethany. Uh, she'll be coming on the podcast in the next few weeks. So that's another one to look forward to. Something else to stay tuned for. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, and as I said, the week before we went to um, the launch event for Beth O'Leary's latest book, The No Show, um, at Hatchet's offices. They've got a lovely roof terrace there. Yeah. Um, and I mean, that was pretty great because our first ever podcast episode was about the road trip of Beth's other books. And then we got invited yes. to the No Show launch event. How exciting for us. Um. It was actually so fun and just so nice to meet people that we've been talking to online and via email <laughs> for so long and see them in real life. Yeah. And just like lovely. And also to meet Beth. Like we got we met yeah. Beth and had a chat with her and and it was just really lovely. And um so we had actually months ago now been sent mm. um Quirk has got in touch and we're like, we'd love to send you proofs proof copies of the no show obviously we said yes and they did a very fun little personality quiz that you had to Mm. fill out to find out which of the three women you were most like and then you got a proof that was the color that matched that character Mm. and had their cover on it um so there's three um protagonists Siobhan Jane and Miranda yeah and Jess I actually tracked down the quiz that Quirk has sent us. Where from? <laughs> in, in our DMs. In our it was in our, uh, yeah. Um, so actually, I'm going to read out the questions now so listeners at home can play along and find out which character they would be. Fun. Okay, get a, is it like a, we need to write down like ABC or something? Like how would they do it at home? Yeah. So the answers are either A, B or C. Just make sure you make a note of what, how many you got from each. Fine. There's only a few questions. Fine. So Jess, I'm going to trial it on you. Okay, let's, let's see, see if I get, get the, the same, same one. <laughs> Especially now that I've read the book, I might yeah. understand what they are more. So I'm going to try to not do that. Okay, okay. Question one, what would be your f- ideal first date? A, no strings attached, drinks at a hotel bar. B, cosy coffee in a cafe. C, lunch at your favourite restaurant. 
Coffee. Not that I drink it, but I think lunch (laughs) is too much of a commitment. Okay, so that's B. Question number two, are you a cat or a dog person? A, animals, no thank you. B, I love cats. C, dogs for me. Dogs for me. Okay. What's your dream career? A, starting my own business. B, something that involves helping people. C, something that gets me outside, not your typical office job. Um. I'll go helping people because that's what I currently do. Yeah. Um, what are you most likely, where are you most likely to meet somebody? A, at a work event. B, in your local bookshop. C, in your favourite pub. Oh. Probably pub because at the bookshop I'm in the zone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so true. <laughs> um, what is your strongest personality trait? A, workaholic. B, creature of habit. C, thrill seeker. Absolute creature. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Who are you usually in a relationship? B, whoa, A, the one night stand, B, the friend they don't know they're into, or C, the doting partner? Doting partner. Yeah. Um, Where are you most comfortable? A, jetting off somewhere on a plane, B, browsing the shelves of a charity shop, C, doing something outdoorsy? Hmm. Maybe charity shop. Yeah. I'm good at shopping. <laughs> and I think this is the last question. Who is the first person you'd call if you got stood up? A, my best friend. B, I'd run home to my cat. Or C, my sibling. Well, probably you. <laughs> a, that was your first A. Wow. Um, okay, so you got three Bs and three Cs. <laughs> this checks out because, <laughs> because... Um, so I haven't changed in a few months, so that's nice to know. Um, <laughs> I got um, Miranda and Jane like equal answers, B-M-C. and then they gave like a brief description of each character, and I was like, I don't want to be Jane. I'm going to choose Miranda. <laughs> um, shall I? Do you want to read? Have you got them up, or shall I read Ooh. what the characters are? Yeah, go on. You go for it. Okay. So if you got mostly A's, then you're Siobhan. You're driven, passionate, and a fiercely loyal friend. Siobhan is strong and independent, glamorous and successful, but she's been hurt before and can be closed off to letting people in. Her best friend, Fiona, is always there to pick her up when she needs it, and she can often be found jetting off somewhere at the drop of a hat. Or if you got mostly B's, you're Jane. So kind and shy and sometimes guarded, but you have your reasons. Jane is a creature of habit. She keeps herself to herself and goes about her days with precise routine. She works at a charity shop, fascinated with the story behind each object, and her cat, Theodore, is her closest confidant. It takes a lot for Jane to let her guard down, but the way to her heart is through a good book and a delicious pastry. I think we can all relate to Jane in some way. Yeah. And if you've got most DCs, then you're Miranda. You're adventurous, open and trusting. Miranda is always positive and friendly. Family is very important to her and she'd be lost without her sisters, Franny and Adele. Most likely to be found either at the pub with the guys from work or at home in her pyjamas. Miranda is nothing if not herself. And actually, that's very you. That is very me. You're very close to your sisters and your friends. And... Yeah, you're very out- adventurous and trusting. And I enjoy being at home in my pajamas. You do, as equally as going to the pub. So I think I think that's an accurate answer. Yeah, yeah. and I think reading the book, knowing that I had got both, and that I chose one, I was like looking like, did I choose right? And I think hearing that again, I did. Um, also, what we have to say is that 
in tune so Jane's cover was blue and Miranda's cover was green and I had no fucking idea and I went for the green cover and Lauren who did you get and what color was your cover <laughs> so I got mostly A's I was Siobhan and my cover was pink you can't even make that shit up we had no idea what colors the covers pink and were green loved it and actually I really liked Siobhan as well um I did I think out of the three I do most identify with Siobhan in that she was a little bit more guarded yeah and I, I hearing about um her friend Fiona I really loved her friends yeah same yeah. same um so if you have taken the quiz we might put a question box on our story So if you listen to this episode on the day of the podcast coming out, then go to our stories, let us know which character you got, and we'll do a little bit of an audit on who our listeners most identify with from The No Show. Little little fun game for you there. That's a very fun game. Those quiz reminds me, you know, like back in the day when you'd read like Ms. Magazine, you'd have those personality quizzes. I just fucking loved them oh my god so much all the flow charts that that's what I love fucking love a flow chart <laughs> so good and that's how they usually did those in yeah those magazines, yeah 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 isn't it? um so that's a bit of fun that was a bit of fun we've talked a lot about the characters but we haven't actually dropped the snob so Lauren would you please do the honors let's do it it's a bit of a hard one to follow along but just each timestamp is a different character's perspective. So, three women's three dates, one missing man. 8:52 a.m. Siobhan's been looking forward to her breakfast date with Joseph. She was surprised when he suggested it. She normally sees him late at night in her hotel room. Breakfast with Joseph on Valentine's Day surely means something. Dot dot dot. Where is he? 2:43 p.m. Miranda's hoping that a Valentine's Day lunch with Carter will be the perfect way to celebrate her new job. It's a fresh start and a sign that her grown-up life is finally falling into place. She's been dating Carter for five months now and things are getting serious, but why hasn't he shown up? 6.30pm, Joseph Carter agreed to be Jane's fake boyfriend at a colleague's engagement party. They've not known each other long, but their friendship is fast becoming the brightest part of her new life in Winchester. Joseph promised to save Jane tonight, but he's not here dot 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 meet joseph carter that is if you can find him we cannot talk about this book too much actually no i know don't want to give Um, anything away we don't want to give anything away but it's um it's great bloody brilliant really (laughs) really bloody good um and actually this is just in the proof copies i assume because it has a note about like um, thank you so much for supporting. I'm so pleased that you're reading this proof copy. Mm. Um, and she mentions how her partner said to her, oh my God, this isn't two people. Like usually she, as we all know, yeah. in all three of her books so far, it's been a dual narrative, oh, but yeah. this one's three. Three, yeah. And it was her first time doing three. And was Miranda your favourite character to follow? Because I don't actually know, because as soon as in the first scene she was up a tree, I was like, oh, I'm not actually like Miranda because I can't bear heights. Um, but I did really like her. I thought she knew, like she was kind of smart enough to figure out some things. So I was yeah. like, okay, so she does respect she herself, but on. also she didn't really do anything about it. So I was like, mm. Mm, um, yeah. I did like her as a person. I did like Jane as well, actually. I thought she was I like Jane. Sweet. Yeah. And I like Jane's mate whose name escapes me. 
Debbie? Am I just um, like that? No. She like um, forces herself yeah, yeah, on yeah. her to be her friend. But in a nice with way. An a. Um, yeah, totally agree. Who and was I mean, yours? They were all so unique, weren't they? Um, I Sometimes when a book has more than two point of views, it can get a bit confusing, but it wasn't at all because all no. three of the women were so unique and very different. Uh, but yeah, I think Siobhan, good old Shiv was my fave, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And did you go into that being like, right, come on, Siobhan? Um, I actually went into it a little bit. Um, I don't know. The blurb made Siobhan sound like a slut. And I was like, Jesus, have I got the slut in this questionnaire? <laughs> uh, but she's not at all. And also don't mean to, sh- to slut shame. Please don't. <laughs> Please don't at me. <laughs> um, we're not going to say anything else about this book. What I am going to say is if you think it's like kind of a slow start and you're like, oh, where is this going? Don't you dare fucking put it down because the last 100 pages. Whoa. Yeah, they're wild, aren't they? That stupid bit moji girl that pops up when you don't want her to with the head exploding. Stupid bit. We, we, I don't know if anyone knows what I'm talking about, but you know, like in WhatsApp, if you accidentally slide over to Bitmojis and press one, it automatically sends that like you can't retrieve. So you can't annoying. get that back. So in our group chat, with just the two of us in the chat. <laughs> she's called that stupid bitch <laughs> and I sent her to you last night by accident it's so annoying so annoying um, at least mine is always the head exploding one but at least your one last night mine last night was hearts. the kissy one yeah, yeah. sometimes it's the unicorn as well I'm like where the fuck did you come from whoever needs to send a bitmoji of a, a unicorn Whoever like, is send a fucking bit emoji, get back in your box, slide over. There's nothing worse than when your emojis have all shifted and you're like, oh my God. Oh, annoying. Why does that um, happen? <laughs> <laughs> but we're actually going to start including links in our show notes. So you can buy these books from bookshop.org, which is an online bookshop, which helps you to support local independent bookshops. Which- yeah, so you can still buy books online which is, you know, sometimes a lot easier for people than going yeah. to a physical shop and browsing, but it will be from independent bookshops. Yeah. It sort of is like a hub of them all. Yeah, and if you don't want to put any more money into Amazon's bank account, then put it into an independent bookshop because guaranteed it will do more good. Yeah, and we're, we're helping you. Just we're helping you. We're going to put all the links in our, bar, in our show notes from now on so that if you like the sound of one of the books we've ch- chatted about on this episode... Just scrolly, scrolly with your thumb. All the work is done. (laughs) And click add to cart and jobs good and jobs are good. Lauren. Yeah. Do you say that all the time? Because honestly, in the last week, I think I've said it five times a day. And and like sometimes when it does, like I'll make a bowl of cereal and be like, jobs are good. Do you say it often? Why is it in my head? No, I don't. Why do I put it in your head? out of my mouth. I'm not. Honestly, so many times this week I've said it. And I, like, I'll be like, that doesn't make any sense. When did you say it with me? Because I must have subconsciously picked up on it. I think on I've Thursday. Ne- those words have never come out of my mouth before. What I haven't done is typed it. So I must no, have said it to I you mean. on Thursday it must night. On Thursday when I saw you. And I probably said it 10 times in the space of an you hour. You might have done. You might so have done. That's my new thing. Jobs are good then. Okay. Um, speaking of jobs are good then, <laughs> this, is, this makes no sense. Um, should we discuss? I thought it might be fun actually because I've got a book in mind. Mm-mm. Is of the books we've read this month, did any of them take you by surprise or surprise you in any way? Mm. Yes. I mean, what did I read? I read what I, one book I haven't spoken about is At the Table by Claire Powell. Uh, the Face read and the that, Cake. Yeah, The Face and the Cake, The Face Planting Cake. Uh, <laughs> 
which is the book cover <laughs> which, oh yeah which is the book cover yeah um it's a very iconic book cover draws you in you know you mm. but um I'll quickly give a quick synopsis. so it's about well to I'll read the synopsis that I put on our review, actually. So to Nicole and Jamie Maguire, their parents seem the ideal couple, a suburban double act, happily married for more than 30 years. So when Linda and Jerry announce that they've decided to separate, the news sends shockwaves through the siblings' lives, forcing them to confront their own expectations and desires. Um, what did I think about this book? I liked it. Um, I, I gave it three stars. Um, okay. So it's a reco, but it oh, absolutely. did it surprise you because it didn't fulfill you to what I thought yeah. it would be? Made me feel a bit sad. I won't lie. It was just mm. I know, like sad girl fiction is a bit of a genre, and they all have that cover, and they all have a very similar cover to this. Yeah. It wasn't quite sad girl fiction, but mm. it was just it. Oh, I don't know. It just made me feel a bit depressed and empty. A bit numb. It's a nice and premise, though. I like it. Like, it's a really it good is, idea. Yeah. Um, and f- so the book's called At the Table. And like halfway through the book, I realised that every chapter is set at a, t- a table, whether it's a coffee table, dinner table, Love that. having lunch. So it's all these conversations the characters have over food and wine, which, I mean, I love that. And yeah. I, I loved like that idea of following those conversations throughout the book and like how community and conversations are had over like heartfelt conversations usually mm-hmm. had over dinner and drinks um but yeah like I said it just made me feel um a little bit empty but that said I think Claire Powell's done a really good job of creating four characters um with so much depth and she's done a great job of like analyzing really complex family dynamics Um, character development was brilliant. It was really emotional, very raw. And, but for me, it just felt like a very heavy read and I would have liked a little bit more humor Mm. peppered in there to make it feel a little bit less. Oh yeah. Like heavy. That's the only word I can describe for it. And maybe it was just my mindset at the time of reading this book. I needed something a bit lighter. And the next book I went on to read was actually just like a beach read because I just needed something a bit lighter. Mm. Um, So maybe it says more about me than this book because the same, I felt the same way about sorrow and bliss and people love that book. But for me, it made me feel a bit sad. Yeah. And I think a, a whole, a whole, a lot of what it, comes to reading a book a lot of it is the headspace you're in when you're reading it it can make or break can't it absolutely yeah I think I said that last week about one of the books because I read it while I had COVID and I definitely like maybe that hindered my enjoyment yeah 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 so it doesn't mean it's not a reco but I, it just wasn't what I was expecting basically yeah but it sounds like a lot of people would really love it yeah so I, I'm 100% people will check it out yeah um, um what about you so the one that, that took you by surprise me was of women in salt by gabriella garcia which was the march books that matter choice um and again it was i think i said in last week's episode that i was on this flow of like reading short books and so that's why i picked this one up because it's another 200 pager and i was like oh yeah let's we're on a theme here let's stick with this um and i don't i don't know why i had low expectations but 
I was like, oh, selling 200 pages, what are we really going to achieve? And it sounds like it's like a few women's stories. So I was like, oh, what are they going to, like, what are we actually going to learn about them? We're we just going to flip yeah. around from loads of different stories. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I love that kind of book. So I really don't know why I didn't expect well, lots of different it. stories. Oh, God. <laughs> right? Sickening. <laughs> How dare they? But it was um, brilliant. I'm really? going to read this not for you. It's day, please. I'm looking at it and it's fairly long. So stick with because it is good. Okay. 1866 Cuba. Um, Maria Isabel works in a cigar factory as her country buckles under political upheaval. Soon she begins to see marriage and motherhood as her only options, but the sounds of war are approaching. Almost 100 years later, as her descendant Dolores watches her husband make for the mountains in answer to Fidel Castro's call to arms, she decides to commit an act of violence to protect her children, even if it might destroy her daughter Carmen's world. In Miami in 2016, Carmen wrestles with her past as she fights to save her daughter Jeanette from addiction. But Jeanette must save herself. She must learn her family's history. And so she travels to Cuba to her grandmother's crumbling house in whose walls lie a secret that might just tie together this fearless line of women. Mm. And actually, they've left out a key character in the snop which I've just realized having yeah. read it so we actually start I mean we start in 1866 Cuba but then we jump to Miami and it's actually Jeanette we hear from who is the and what time period is Miami set in 2016 2016 okay yeah did they so, did it say that in the blurb yeah it did okay just missed that and uh, it, I told you it was long it is yeah. I, I I understand why you weren't I don't want this to sound rude or disrespectful, but I do understand why you were maybe put off reading it because it was yeah. very wordy, very long synopsis. I'm like, where it's a bit confusing. Yeah. Even though it says exactly what, like, you <laughs> know, print the, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it, it wasn't a liar, like some of them are. Um, no, but we start with Jeanette, who is living in a flat that her mum has, like, put her up in to try and keep her clean. Mm. And her next-door neighbour is taken away by... Um, crap, what's the word? Like, um, de- de- deported. You know, like, when someone gets... Oh, de- yeah, deported, yeah. The, but, like, the specific police term for that team of people, I cannot bloody remember, but, like... Um, immigration officers or something yeah. and she realizes that the the mum is taken away while the daughter's at school and the daughter is always dra- dropped home from school by a babysitter who just lets her out of the car and oh. drives off so because she's seen that a few times she's like oh my oh. god this daughter so she actually takes in the daughter for a few days yeah her mum is like look come on like you need to stay you need to be clean and have a clean record and you can't yeah. look after this young girl she's like six I think yeah and so actually then that's kind of over and you do hear from the mother who's been uh she gets sent to Mexico yeah even though that's not where she's from they're like we're going to drop you in Mexico and then it's up to you where you get like how you get home from there yeah um and so we do actually learn a bit about them even though they're not in this family tree but then the whole family tree kind of ends up looping back to this family in a very very clever fulfilling way like um you read about all these different women I love learning about them all and then the ending was just absolute perfection the way it all sort of comes full very full circle and lots of references are made and it all links back Mm. and yeah 200 pages I read it in a day wow they're they're fairly long chapters Mm -hmm. um I guess maybe they have to be when the book is this size otherwise you never can get into the nitty-gritty 
So it kind of has to be. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've really, really enjoyed it. I'm really glad I did pick it up. That does sound really good. Yeah, it's fab. And um, I remember the hardback cover. And it is nowhere near as nice and enticing as the paperback cover. So well done to them. Well, the paperback is pink and green, so it is a bit of us. I'm we're always gonna love that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think so as soon as you said 1866 in the synop, I was like, yeah, not for me. I'm out. <laughs> Yeah, kind of but we, out. we really don't spend I think it's just the opening scene that we spend there and maybe like one other yeah. in the book that's it yeah well I'm really glad that it surprised you it's lovely when a book does that it's always so much better like I, last week when I said like I had such high expectations yeah. for the old woman with the knife and that mm. more for me I should learn better yeah I don't read blurbs anymore I just you know, know what? what my next read is going to be and I don't read the blurb part one because it might be a spoiler yeah. part two because I kind of like the thrill that's mental I because like the thrill of not knowing what might happen sometimes so actually literally um, a book I'm reading at the moment I've started listening to the audiobook of it and mm. I was like do you know I, spe- I think maybe because it was an audiobook I was like actually I just need to go back and read the blurb and make sure okay. I definitely know who what these are and how they link. Um, Flamingo, which is on the women's prize list. Okay. I actually have the book, but because I've got um, like a four hour round trip to do tomorrow and I did like a two hour round trip this weekend, I was like, yeah. actually, as well, yeah. I need an audio book. We'll get this one on audio. Yeah, nice. Like um, but yeah, yeah. So I was like, when I park, I need to just read the book. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's an audio book thing maybe. And maybe you can live on the edge when it's like, you and your yes because it's at your own pace yeah and you can flick back between the pages but in an audiobook you're like oh my god we're being taken away with this yes I know that feeling very well yeah I had that with Paula Hawkins when we listened to it together and I kept being like Lauren who the fuck is this (laughs) (laughs) where is this person come from you're like we heard about them in the first chapter yeah great great we're driving so I'll let you off all right thanks um April's gone in the blink of a fucking eye Lauren it has, and we're already in May, and we're already halfway through the year. Don't know how that happened. Jobs are good. <laughs> January and February basically take up two thirds of the year, and then as soon as you're out of February, the rest of the year goes in the blink of an eye. Goes, which is a yeah. shame because that's when the weather's better, and that's where all the good stuff happens. Nothing good happens in January and February, in my honest opinion. Yeah, I was just trying to think about it. She's bleak. She's bleak, bleak, bleak. Yeah. Anywho. Anywho. Jobs are um, good. Jobs are good in for one year of podcasting. <laughs> Yay. Congrats. Congrats. Next week's episode is going to be a party. Actually, do you know what, Lauren? It's actually not going to be a party <laughs> because we're doing bottomless brunch the day before we record. So we're, we're going to actually... be so, I was thinking this. We're going to be so hungover. It's going to be an awful episode. I'm actually really glad that my voice today is okay because I was at a wedding on Friday and then all of Saturday I was like a croaky old man. I was like, damn it, I just got rid of my nasal voice and now I'm going to podcast like a croaky man. But we've clearly had a good night's sleep and I'm I'm back. Back to business. But we Um, might be croaky next week. But yeah, one year podcasting, how time flies. Um, Please leave a review. Um, Yeah. That would be nice, a little present. Yeah, it would be really nice if you liked, you subscribed, you left a review. Only if you've got something nice to say, if you haven't got anything nice to say, maybe don't. Uh, But that's our whole thing. 
you won't hear if we don't wrap our books if you don't have anything nice to say don't say don't say it at all um but yeah if you have been listening to this podcast for a while and you haven't left a review then we'd really appreciate it if you did because somebody left us a really nice review this week yesterday actually and um it made us both a bit emotional didn't it yeah it's like oh my god we I mean we do still just chat chat shit to each other chat we that I mean that jobs are good and chat shit that kind of wraps it up in a bow but people don't mind it (laughs) people listen and actually this week within like a couple of hours of the episode going live we already had 100 listens and I was like oh wow people actually like know yeah to go and listen that's that's quite fascinating to me yeah um because we've said it before it does sometimes feel like we're just talking out into the void um yeah and forget that other people do listen to this um, which so- sometimes shows when we go do lally <laughs> we need to be like oh Lauren, other people are actually gonna listen like right now it's just us do other people are gonna listen to this um, um but anyway i'm gonna say what we're gonna do next week yeah, because let's just do that. So we've decided that next week's episode, we're going to put on our Instagram a little question box and it'll be an ask us anything. It can be book related. It can be podcast related. It can just be what's your favorite color, but obviously, you know, they're being green. And we're going to answer them. Yeah, for breakfast. <laughs> okay. Um, as we always say, like, subscribe, blah, blah, blah. Also share it with your friend. Follow us on Instagram if you don't. I think it would be weird if you listened to this and you didn't. Yeah, like, very weird. Congrats to you for finding us on a podcast platform before you find us on Insta. But that's um, how people will find us, by giving us a like on mm-hmm. Apple so we go to the top of the podcast and people know to listen to this Know to listen to this bullshit. Everybody, have a lovely week. We'll see you next Jobs week. Jobs are good. Jobs are good. Kind regards. Best wishes. Bye.